Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? I'm K Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a podcast where we discuss trending topics, current news, with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Like always, you can check us out at audioapesmusic.com. That's our website, and that has everything you need to know about us, our music, our podcast, our videos, everything. Audioapesmusic.com. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Follow us on Twitter at Audio Apes. Audio Apes is the music. Hanging With Apes is the podcast. We're here. We're yeah. here, baby. We're here. Let's 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 uh let's jump right in because I feel like we got a lot to talk about and um we just did a podcast two days ago, but we're back at it. We're we're, we're we told y'all we're we're here. We're in it. We're in the mix. But uh, the NBA. I, I've been just like looking at all these different reports about what's going on right now, and <laughs> this shit's it, madness. But you know what's crazy about it? The madness is all due to the Warriors. Like, they're the ones... Because every team right now is trying to strategize on how to beat this team. Like, yeah. and, and it is... I mean, I'm not a Warriors fan by any stretch of the word. I respect them as a basketball team, and I respect yeah. their talent. I don't, I, don't, I don't like them, like, you know, like, as a team. Fuck them and, as and an I organization. Don't think, I, know, I know there's a million people out there that think that, like... What KD did was just like what LeBron did. It's not. It's it's two different things, and we could save that argument for a different day. But right now, they do have the whole NBA scrambling yeah. to figure out how they can beat them. And there's like a whole lot of crazy theories out there, a whole lot of crazy strategies, and it's going to be very interesting how how much different things are between now and the start of the regular NBA season. Yeah, it, it it's crazy. It reminds me of uh, what we were talking about before, like soccer. You know how they create these super teams. Yeah, they have Barcelona and Real Madrid and all these teams, like where it's just all superstars. And and it's a uh, it's a little scary. It's a little scary because um, some of the stuff that I thought I was sure about, I'm not so sure now. And the 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 firing of um the Cavs GM, yeah, is kind of like Griffin. Was yeah, David Griffin. Yeah, Griffin. Yep. Um, that was a little shocking. So, very odd, very, yeah. very odd, and it does uh, beg to question where that administration wants to head, what direction that administration wants to head in, because yeah. I felt like for the most part that general manager did a good job. I mean, you have LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love all on the same team. Then you You've have, been to the finals yeah. three years in a row. And, and let's be honest. For a team that previous to LeBron being on that team. Had nothing. Nothing. <laughs> they had nothing. And, and and let's be honest here. You you brought in uh, Kyle Korver, which was a very good pick. You brought in, um, what was the point guard? Uh, point guard's name? Point guard's name? Darren um, Williams. Darren Williams. And uh, these guys didn't perform, but they were good picks. Like those were, on paper, they should have played way better than they did. So, I mean... You got a, a three-point sharpshooter who didn't perform, but still you brought pieces in to try and but help LeBron. You know LeBron. what's crazy? That administration, it does seem like they'll get rid of you even if you perform at a high level because even when they got rid of David Blatt, the the head, the ex-head coach, 
Yeah. I didn't feel like he was that bad of a head coach. Like I don't think Tyrone Lou is any better than he, than he is. It's like the I don't same shit. That that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And if anything, I felt like David Blatt was pretty decent because he did um like he he got Mozgov like involved, you know what I'm saying? Cuz I guess yeah. Mozgov had played for him previously and Mozgov, you know, ended up being somewhat of a of a of a contributing factor because yeah. it was because of what he did in Cleveland that the Lakers give him they gave him that big ass contract that they gave him yeah, yeah. which I don't feel like he was worth that much but you know he did contribute yeah but he be sh- and made a name for himself yeah and, and he showed he, he had uh some worth I, I don't think starting player type worth but but he had he did have worth you don't think so I thought he was starting material like I I I, well, well, yeah, starting the material, I'm saying, like, with the Cavs, I think Thompson should have that over Mozgov. Now, yeah, like, he's good enough to be a starter in some teams, but he, I don't think he's good enough to be, like, an all-star type of starter, you know? But but he is, he, he's talented. I like I like how he plays. Now, what, what sh- one of the moves that, that struck me as interesting was um, yesterday, yesterday evening, the Lakers traded D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. And what they trade? They traded Russell and Mozgov yeah, to, to to the Brooklyn. And they got Lopez from Brooklyn yeah. and a pick. And that made me feel like the Lakers are trying to clear up some cap space and start spending some right now win right now money. Yeah. Like I think they wanna go. Honestly, like I feel like right now what the Lakers are trying to do is make a play to go from not even making the playoffs to being in the championship. Yeah. And I think what they want to do is, because I, I keep hearing all these rumors that LeBron is going to go to L.A. I don't know where they're coming from, but obviously like there's some source out there saying that LeBron is going to go yeah. to L.A. And if things are as tumultuous as they seem to be in Cleveland... Yeah. It's not that crazy to believe that LeBron and Paul George go to L.A. You have a big guy with Lopez. You got a big guy with Lopez and a guy that that scores because Lopez, I think he averages like 20 points a game. Yeah, he's he's a good center. Yeah, he's a a really good big guy. And then you got got LeBron and George and you have the cap space for them. And both, well, George has expressed interest in playing in L.A. LeBron, not so much recently, but who knows? Maybe like you know, this source is close, and he knows what's going on. And then what's crazy is Phil Jackson today was saying that that they're willing to trade Porzingis for a top four pick. And what does LA have? Pick number two. So imagine, imagine Lopez, Porzingis, oh LeBron, and 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 Paul George. And then they and they got rid of Russell, but they have Clarkson. Yeah. Oh, and then they're gonna have Lonzo Ball. Who, who well, no, because like a, if they get if they were to get rid of that would that they would oh, have to yeah, get yeah. rid of that pick. But who cares? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Get, it's a fuck, win now. Fuck Lonzo Ball. If you could get if you could yeah. get Porzingis, I would take Porzingis over an unproven Lonzo Ball oh, every yeah. day of the week. Oh, and so Porzingis has a future, man. He's young and he's amazing. Yeah. What? What? One or two years in the league yeah. tops. So and it's crazy because that's not like that unreasonable to foresee. Or at very least, let's say LeBron doesn't go. Let's say LeBron doesn't go to LA. You could still have a great team with Lopez, Porzingis, and Paul George. Yeah. You still have a playoff team. Yeah, yeah. You know, this just struck me. I wish DC was on this episode 
Cause like like <laughs> I would like to ask him like if he and uh, if if he would be uh, excited if LeBron went to L.A. Cause you know he's not really a big LeBron fan. Of course he would. He he would be excited. Yeah, yeah. Cause he, he probably wouldn't want he's to admit a Lakers it though. Fan. <laughs> but but that'd be crazy. But but see the thing is this though. Thing is this. All that. Because uh, I think LeBron, he's proven what he had to prove in Cleveland. So I think him leaving wouldn't be as big of a deal. Because, I mean, he got them the championship. But you don't get rid of a GM in the middle of trying to get Paul George and Jimmy Butler. One of the two, right? Yeah. So right now, it's like Cleveland is up in arms. And who's to say like what's going to go on? Because... Right now, that's what Cleveland needs. They, they just really need like one piece, it two seems, pieces. It seems like a volatile situation yeah. over there. So it, they fucked that up. Well, you know I what I'm thinking, though? LeBron going to LA. I, I'm thinking that right now, the players on that team and the fans care about a championship, but I feel like the upper office doesn't necessarily care about that. They probably feel like we're selling tickets. We're selling out arenas, and we've been to the finals three years in a row. We don't give a fuck about a championship. And you know what? They're fucking up because that's Cleveland. This ain't Chicago. Chicago, you could do that because Chicago is a nice place to come to. Cleveland has nothing. And really, I was reading an article about how LeBron has brought so much business into, into Cleveland. Like, LeBron has that type of star power, not to mention them going to the finals. So, so, so you need to really kind of sit back and realize your situation as as an executive for 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 Cleveland, because like if if he leaves, uh, and then there's another rumor if he leaves, Kyrie Irving's gonna want to get traded. Right. So Kyrie Irving gets traded, and plus Kyrie Irving is one. a great player, but he can't carry that team. No, no. Kyrie Irving needs to be in a in a in a team that that's set up to to win. I I mean he's still really good, but he he needs pieces. I think well any great player needs pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so by I mean. Him by himself, that team in particular. But I don't feel like he can carry the team. No. Like you know, like how, like LeBron, he can carry a team. Like he needs help. Yeah. But he can carry a team. Exactly. What Kyrie Irving was to LeBron was kind of like the Scottie Pippen to Jordan. Like, or or what Wade was to to LeBron. Like you know, Kyrie is good. He's a good number two. He's he he can even have that superstar status. But you're still not the number one player on that yeah. team. Yeah. It's it's very interesting uh, to see how this all turns out, but. It does seem like the Lakers are trying to definitely be in contention. Yeah. And, and I mean, they're clearing up the cap space to do it. So it's going to be interesting how things turn out. Yeah. Right now it actually looks pretty pretty good. So, um, and, then, and then I don't know if you've heard, but there's a rumor going on right now that the Cleveland players, I guess out of respect for Jimmy Butler, Told him, like, stay away because yeah. shit is off. So. Yeah, I did hear that. And then they're denying it. So it, it's crazy because right now it's like, th- this is like some 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 Game of Thrones shit going on right now. The <laughs> Game of Zones. <laughs> but, but like, because um, you don't know what the hell's what. Like, because one thing, one report said Butler wanted to go to, to the Cavs. And then and then, uh, then it says that he wants to stay in Chicago. Then all of a sudden the cast players are saying, "Hey, don't come here. This is kind of volatile right now. Yeah. Don't even." So and then and then which, which is odd to me, but not. And then I I was reading today that the Spurs are saying that they're willing to trade Danny Green. Damn, for 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 what exactly? Or they didn't. It didn't say for what, but but what Phil Jackson did say as far as uh as far as Porzingis is, is that they they would trade him for a top four pick. Phil Jackson said that. And the Lakers have a top four pick. They have the number two pick. Yeah. 
But how expensive? No, Porzingis still hasn't even had a. I don't know. Nah, yeah, he's definitely not no max contract type of player. No, no, he has a potential to be, but definitely not now. But but still, he, he he's uh, under the rookie contract, so you have to kind of work the numbers where you could get Paul George too. I'm so, sure. I'm sure. Even with Porzingis, with with Lopez Porzingis, I'm they would still be able to afford LeBron and and Paul George, and if those those four guys. That's a championship. That's a finals team. Yeah. That's a team that would I could see keeping, keeping, like taking the West. Like I could see. But but see that's the thing. That's what's harder for LeBron now. Is is you got to work all season long. Yeah yeah. yeah work all season long, and then you still got to go through the Spurs, and you still got to get through Golden State, depending on how on where things, they fall. How things fall in the playoffs. Yeah, like that's one thing that I was thinking about. That like. LeBron would have to work all season yeah. long because, like, there's no slacking. Because let's be honest, in the West, you could. LeBron didn't even need the, the Cavaliers didn't even need to be n- number one oh, to on get to the finals in yeah. the East. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the East is is pretty much LeBron. He knows he's going to go to the championship every year in the East. In the West, that's yeah. tough because again. You you could pretty much eliminate any other team, but the Spurs and Golden State are always going to be there for the next couple of years, and that, that's two really tough teams. But I know a lot of people think that I'm crazy for this, and I've said this, but because I I've heard that uh, why well, read that Chris Paul was having a meeting with the Spurs, I think Chris Paul with the Spurs and a healthy Spurs, yeah, I think they could keep the Warriors out of the finals. I I truly believe that because well, you got a top five point guard. That you just added to to probably a top three player that plays there because Kawhi Leonard is a top three player. Yeah, and, and some would argue he's the second best in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and and, and, that's and then if and then if if Aldridge like gets wet, like because he needs to, like yeah, he he's he, for a big dude, he's soft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but having a guy like Chris Paul that just changes the dynamic anyway. So even if you have Aldridge. Because Aldridge is not a bad player. He just needs to get greasy with it. Like, I would definitely replace Aldridge for, like, a, a Cousins. Because, like, Cousins will get wet. Like, you know what I'm oh, saying? Like, yeah. he's going to get it in. So, I, I, or, or even, shit, uh, Anthony Davis. But Anthony Davis is probably too too expensive. Well, shit, Cousins, Cousins is a good player, too. So, he, he's going to get his, his money. But, yeah, some, some, some like, a big man that's going to do stuff. Or a dynamic big man. Because Cousins is more like a big man, big man. Yeah. Anthony Davis is it's more dynamic. of a dynamic. You know, yeah. he could be big, but he he's just a really good player all around. So that'd be that'd be pretty interesting to see. Really, that that team in uh, they're a couple pieces away because they have two really good big men. But I think they just need a better team because they they didn't translate to wins. You know. Yeah, so. but you know what I think too. I think that uh, their that big man philosophy. Right now in the league, it seems like it's kind of outdated. Yeah, like that it's all about shooting and stuff. I think two big men like that are good in in contribution to good shooters because now yeah. you can like take over the whole floor. But but just like having two big guys and yeah. like nothing else, I I don't really see that translating into success in today's league. Yeah, you you need not only two. If you're gonna have two big men like that, you need a a really dynamic point guard. He doesn't have to be a, the best of shooters, but really dynamic. And you have to have at least one really good shooter. Yeah. And then that's gonna be and really that team, because because if you think about what the what OKC was, 
that's kind of what OKC was. They had the only thing is the two big men. They were good. They weren't great, so they were really good big men. Then they had a shooter in Durant, who he's like a pure shooter, um, and he's dynamic. And then you had Westbrook. So that that's to me why I thought KD going to Golden State was a little bit like, uh, are you serious? You just got beat by them, and then you just showed that you have the formula. Yeah. You know, you have you have two guys that could body them, because Golden State was a pretty small team. Um, two guys that could body them in the paint, and then you have the shooter, then you have the dynamic point guard. I don't know. You, you had you know who I think a would be team. a good fit in uh, New Orleans with Cousins and Anthony, uh, or Davis is um. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, because yeah. because he's a volume shooter, like he'll shoot a lot. So like you got somebody, you got two guys there to get rebounds and stuff. I think he would be a real good fit there. Yeah, but that's another guy. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen with Anthony. Where the hell is he gonna land? Yeah, Shaw City, baby. And and I mean, if he's trying to win a ring, he doesn't have too much longer to do it. No, no. Especially him, because he's not. You can start seeing that he's going a little downhill. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what what pops off. But you know what? He has a crazy contract, so I don't know what teams are crazy enough to like pick him up. Yeah, for that, that, money. that shit's way too expensive. He's too expensive right now for the player that he is, because he's not a player that's going to carry his team. He's like a piece now, you know. Kind of what Kevin Love is to the Cavs, you know. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, I got to switch this up a little bit, and we're gonna have to. Really work on these contracts, uh, for for uh, you know hanging with apes and have some clauses, cause uh, I almost had a heart attack when you called me earlier, and you told me that you had just skydived. Oh, dude, <laughs> we're gonna have to have one of those like clauses where it's like don't you can't do anything where you get injured or die or so. <laughs> oh yeah, so so a, a quick little uh, backstory, cause right now we're we're recording this podcast and it's a uh, ten thirty at night. And we normally do it a little bit earlier in the day, but um, the reason we're doing it so late was because we met up late because I went skydiving today. I know. It's crazy. A lot of people that I told about it uh, previous to me going, they, they were making jokes like, hey, you know, well, make sure you leave me the deed to, to some of your real estate and this and that. And <laughs> listen, God, it was such damn. a thrill. It was it was such a thrill. Um it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, we jumped from 10,000 feet. The parachute deployed between 6,000 and 5,500. You're free falling for about 30, not more than 30. You're like like a minute, minute and a half. You're just free falling before the parachute de- deploys. Were you with someone attached to yeah, somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you okay. can't. You, I think... Well, in this particular place, they said that you have to go twice. It was Skydive Chicago, oh, okay. which I recommend it to anybody. Shout out to Skydive Chicago because, like, the instructors were real good, um, real careful, real secure. I felt safe the whole time. Obviously, like, there was moments where I was, like, nervous, but that's just, like, because you're jumping out of a fucking plane. But, <laughs> but, but, but never because I felt like there was, like, a lack of security or lack of safety. Um, so yeah, that, that was good. I'm glad to hear that. The the craziest part about it though, I'll be honest, was like when we were in the plane going up to 10,000 feet and we have like this altitude monitor on, on our wrist. Like it says like how high we are. Yeah. 
Oh, like you could just check it? Or yeah, like it'll say like, you know, like how many hundreds of feet, how many thousands of feet, all that. Yeah. Now, but, now, when you're falling, like, is it too much like air pressure, like where you can't move around and look or, or like? It's hard, obviously harder to move because yeah. you're falling. So all that wind and then it, uh, to top it off, it was a windy day anyway. Yeah. So it is hard to first like get your bearing and like, you know, just get a feel of everything. But then after you're free falling for a while, you kind of, uh, like I say, you get your bearings and like you know where you're at and, and everything like that. But the crazy part is when you're up there at 10,000 feet and it's time to go and like they open that shutter door of the plane and like you just feel like that gust of wind fill up the plane and you hear the propeller and like it's it, it's so real. And Damn. you know what I noticed? Because I've always been like through over the years very like commended for always like keeping a cool head in situations yeah like from remember that time they held up that that the pizza hut oh when yeah we were in there when we were kids like you know like i've, I've always been like very like cool and like collected and i could like maneuver. usually i can maneuver and think yeah. my way out of a situation what i noticed is i'm good at that when it's an environment that I can think my way out of and it is it's i i understand the environment but when it's a situation where like i'm just jumping out of a plane and it's either this is going to work <laughs> like if that's or, just normal <laughs> right either this is going to work or it's not like there's nothing i could do to think my way to safety like yeah. either this is going to work exactly how it's supposed to or it's not but like there's no, no real in between with yep. this and it is different because Pretty much, like, in a situation like that, your life is in the instructor's hands. Like, yeah, like yeah. you're... So, you're hoping, like, this guy likes his life enough yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just thinking to myself, man, I hope this guy ain't going through, like, no breakup or nothing fucked up in life. <laughs> like, no bankruptcy where, where he, he just wants to end like, it all. He wakes up in the morning and says, I'm going to die tonight. Like, I'm going to end it all today. <laughs> and I'm going to take this motherfucker with me. <laughs> like, like you, hope, you hope that that's not his situation. Yeah, I'm glad that that wasn't the situation. So, so it was it was good. But, but uh... But otherwise, it was it was a, a great time. What, what would you have done though? Like you're you're about to jump and he's like, "My wife left me," and then <laughs> oh. he just jumps. <laughs> what would what would go through your head? Like while we're falling, I just be trying to like talk him through it. Like, hey man, you know what? Like life, <laughs> like <laughs> like, <laughs> life. like life happens, and like the whole time, like I would just for. For that, uh, however long we're falling, I would just be like his, like, <laughs> like, like his psychiatrist, and I'll just talk him through it. Like, you Damn. know what? You got a lot to live for. You have a cool job. Like, you can meet so many girls doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that. you know what? K cartoon. You're right. <laughs> and then he just deploy, <laughs> deploys that shit. God. Jesus yeah, Christ. that. I mean, that would be the only, the only option I have. Just yeah. try to talk him through it and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, man, you know, I come from a a, a a crazy place too. I've been through some stuff, but I'm here skydiving, man. Like, you know, <laughs> you could, things get better, bro. Like things <laughs> while you're flying in the air, <laughs> just free falling. <laughs> you guys are just talking real calmly. You know, yeah. you're right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, definitely, definitely something that um that I uh I recommend to anybody that like is is looking for something like fun and thrilling. Uh, yeah. it's crazy I would do it again I would do it again yeah 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 that shit is decent 
but you won't be able to after I write these clauses in this contract. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they actually have that, like, for, like, players and shit. There's, like, certain stuff they can't do. I believe it. I could believe it. Because uh, I remember um, it was on, uh, I think it was a Jimmy Kimmel show. The Zach Levine, that basketball player. Yeah. That, that like, dunks and shit. And um, I guess he's friends with Jamal Crawford, who plays for the Clippers, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, I guess he tricked them into like being in this uh commercial like so so he tricks him he's oh you're gonna have to be here for this commercial so he leaves jamal crawford there and then they're making jamal crawford do all types of goofy ass stupid shit and it's just funny and then there's this part where they're like all right cool so we're gonna put you on this parachute thing i mean you're obviously not gonna get parachute but you're just gonna be hanging and he's like right away he's like i can't do that he's like i I have a contract which doesn't let me allow me to do some stuff like that because like you know i play basketball i can't do this stuff and then, and then he's like, no, but it'll just be like five seconds. He's like, look, listen, I can't do that. I, I have a contract. I, I don't know if you understand. Like, I, there's clauses there. This is something I can't do. And he's getting all pissed. And then that's when they end up, you know, pop. Everyone comes out. And Zach Levine comes out. And they're just laughing at him. I see. <laughs> but, but um, you know, obviously, once you're a, a, a player of, of worth. Because Jamal Crawford's a pretty good player. I think he's won like six uh, six man of the year like two times in a row yeah. so you know you can't be letting them just run rampant and fuck their shit up and then yeah, that, that, there yeah. goes your season exactly so yeah I mean, it's let's in, get these it, contracts it, going it's interesting and then <laughs> it does kind of uh, it, it 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 puts it for me at least it put kind of, it kind of put things into perspective in terms of like while I'm falling and all of that is going on. And then, like, once I hit the ground and I was, like, on the ground safe, you realize, like, how much you appreciate control, like, a degree of control. Like, yeah. having... Because I, I felt so great to just be on the ground. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just walk on my two feet and stuff like that. And so, uh, it's uh, it's interesting. And, and it also made me wonder, like, I wonder if whenever the next time comes along where I go to an amusement park... If like those roller coasters will be less of a thrill since I've jumped from so high. Oh yeah. Like, I wonder. You know, it's like oh man, like so this ain't even a quarter of you know where I fell from. You know, doing? so so yeah. I, I wonder how uh, how it'll be down the road. I think an experience like that is kind of an, a good experience though. You know, like it's kind of important to feel some stuff like that. Yeah. Just because of the simple fact that like um, we're so controlled. You know, just in general, like e- even people who 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 have it made or whatever, there's still a certain degree of control that that you have to go through. So, for you to kind of like realize that that's kind of a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, to go through something like that crazy, you know, it's like like what you said, like when you when you when you landed, you're like, damn, I kind of feel good that like I'm somewhere where I you know come maneuver a little bit and and stuff like that. But I, I think it's kind of like a good experience because it it might kind of open your eyes to to you know some some other shit when it comes to like you doing stuff or stuff that you might be afraid of doing, you know like yeah you're like oh what the I'm I'm afraid of all this I jumped out of a plane like you know yeah. I could have died and and it's interesting because I feel like there's a lot of people that are um I I guess if you want to call them adrenaline junkies or thrill seekers. And there's something about that type of thrill that's um, I I don't want to I, I don't want to 
sound demeaning in any way because by no means is it but like it's more um it's more understandable in a sense and it's more in a way it's easier because because it's like a a physical a physical thrill whereas like i feel like there's some things that people do that you know where to a degree they're engaged in a thrill but it's like it's harder. Like for instance, I, I give you an example. Like the thrill of like trying to accomplish something, like whether it's a song, whether you're you're directing a movie or whatever. To some extent, like you get a thrill out of it, or else you would not you would not do it. You know what I'm saying? Like people that have a passion for it, it part of their passion stems from them getting a thrill from it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And a passion is obviously something that like you're willing to do for free. But sometimes I feel like that that thrill, in a way, it's a little bit harder because that thrill, it you're you're sort of in a sense reliant upon upon like a lot of other a lot of other things. So it's a more complicated thrill, I should say. You're saying for like when when uh, like when you're trying to accomplish something. Yeah, like a song or right. It's or, a more it's a more complicated thrill. Yeah, because there are just so many more moving moving pieces it, to it, it. Exactly, and and so I feel like a lot of times we have a good understanding of of people that that are thrill seekers in the sense of like skydivers and you know spelunkers and all of that. We understand that like they're in it for the thrill, but I feel like a lot of times those people don't necessarily understand the other people. Like they'll see their life maybe as boring, like, oh, well, you're, you know, you work every day and the nine to five grind or whatever, but not understanding that like the trying, like a long-term accomplishment is also a thrill, Yeah. but it's just, it's a harder and more complicated one. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. people, they don't get it because me... Like I felt good. I felt I felt good doing that, and and I would do it again. Like I said, yeah. But also, like when I hit the ground, it made me realize, like, damn, that was fun. But there's still like a lot of stuff that I need to accomplish. So like, there's still thrills that I'm seeking that I have not yet achieved yeah, that yeah. may take years to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the level and the degree of sacrifice and work that goes into it. Yeah, yeah. Because every thrill, if you look at it like logistically, every thrill requires a sacrifice like these guys in order for them to accomplish that throw they have to learn how to skydive they have to so that's what i'm saying i i, I don't want to sound demeaning in the sense that say that like it's some simpleton shit because it's not no, it, it's no, it's no. It, it 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 does take training but it, it's like a momentary a momentary thing Feel, like yeah. once once you get it like it's a momentary feeling whereas like some people try to accomplish thrills that last a lifetime like for instance the thrill that 50 cent achieved with get richer that i trying like the success level of it yeah that's a thrill that i imagine will last his whole life yeah yeah just because of the 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 amount of work and it was really a lifetime of work and ups and downs that just ended up being a moment in time that was so amazing it was like it was like seeing like a you know like a shooting star or something like damn exactly and so and so what i'm trying to say with all of this that i'm 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 stating is that i think those kind of thrills are more understandable yeah the 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 ones that take longer to achieve they're harder for the average person to understand yeah you know what i'm saying like oh i'm i'm 
I'm going to go home and work on a book. So it's like everybody, oh, I'm, we're going to the club tonight and we're, you know, we're going to yeah. get lit. That's their thrill. That's the thrill where it's like, no, you know what? I think I'm going to take it in, do some research. What? That's boring. Right. But you're not understanding that like that thrill, that lit, you're going to feel it for tonight. This thing that I'm working on, if it works, it will be something. There's a thrill that I will take to my grave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy that you say that, that stuff, because it's true. It's kind of like at the end of the day, it's all like, like an identity. Yeah. It's an identity um that people are seeking right like and and in that identity uh, so with their identity you know in, in a way people realize like they're going to uh i mean we don't i don't want to sound like morose or, or anything like that but like in, in a way we all know we're gonna die so 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 we're kind of crazy in the sense that we do all this stuff because because of uh because at the end of the day like it's it's all done it's over with right but that's that's kind of why like so many people there's or so many different people are fanatics of so many different other things because it's like they want an identity to to kind of rely on almost right yeah some people it might be like oh i like to skydive or some people like to like you know uh build an empire or some people you you know they're like religious fanatics and i think at the end of the day it's because it's like the comfort of like like uh something to believe in you know what yeah. i'm saying and and it's kind of like a it that, that that's kind of complicated because so many people so many different people are, are are so just different like like you said some people might say uh well, well are you going to stay home and do some st- what the fuck is that you know and you might say well i don't see the fucking point of you going and drinking and sh- doing all that shit you know like that doesn't do it for me right but to them or to you it, it's kind of like kind of like your your way uh it's kind of like religion almost if you think about it like like everyone in a sense is religious they just yeah. don't realize it like like because religion really to a degree is routine yeah yeah it, it's a way the, of life yeah you know what i'm saying which is funny because the other day i uh just the the word itself uh the other day i i i guess you could call it a debate or a discussion the other day I got into a, a small um, debate slash discussion with somebody and what it revolved around was was religion. And so it was three of us. One guy who has like one kid, um, I think it's like a toddler. The other guy, he has two kids. They're a little bit older. I think one of them is a teenager and me who has no kids. Yeah. So he asked, are you religious? And I was like, no, I'm not religious. And then he's like, do you have kids? I was like, no, I don't have kids. He's like, oh, that's all going to change when you have kids. I was like, I don't think it will. I, I think if anything, it would I would feel more solidified in my belief. And so what was funny about it was that he automatically assumed that religion was synonymous with belief in God, which it's not because I do believe in God. I, yeah. I'm very spiritual and I have a, a deep belief in God and I feel like I have a great relationship with God. Yeah. But he was making the two the same thing. And I don't think they're the same at all. In no. fact, I think the two are very different from one another. I think it's it's commonplace to 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 use them synonymously, but they're not. They're yeah. not the same yeah. thing. R- religion and routine and going to church has nothing to do with your relationship and your belief in God. No, you know what I'm not saying? At all. 
and so and then and then the other one he just seemed to be like a uh the third party just seemed to be like a, a flat out atheist but but what's funny what's funny about it is that the the guy who who initially asked me whether or not I was religious he seemed more so the type that was reliant upon religion to show him the way of God. The other one had no interest in the way of God. And me, I find like my observations and, and my learnings and my wisdom as like my guide to being the way of God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because let's be honest. Let, let, let's be honest. There's, there's stuff in life that fuels our spirit like there's stuff in life that you know like just is inherently wrong and you just get a, a bad feeling about it you know what i'm saying if you want to call it your conscience or whatever and so there's things that you do in order in order to avoid certain feelings like for instance i'll give you an example some would argue some would argue that you should keep your body pure because the pure the more pure your body is the better connection you have with god so now you could look at it two different ways. You could look at it the spiritual way, which was what I just said, or you could look at it in the way of, of science, like saying, oh, well, if if you have, you know, better fuel in your body and, and a cleaner body, you think better and all of that. So the spiritual person said, well, that 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 cleaner thinking and, and that better thinking is your connection with God and and the the the, the scientific person will say, well, no, that's just what happens naturally when you take care of yourself. Yeah. So so in a way if you think about both of those they're one and the same. In a sense, in a sense, but 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 the thing is, the thing is it's a, a lot of it at the end of the day boils down to like what what you feel and what you believe. So yeah. some of us go through life reliant upon another man delivering the teachings of God, if you will. Yeah. And then others go upon like what we observe and what we feel and what we see to be true as the teachings of God. If, if you are a believer in God, but not necessarily religious, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and you know, it's kind of, it's kind of funny that, that you talk about that because, um, some, uh, there was this philosopher, um, that I'm been, uh, I was reading a portion on, uh, because the book that I was telling you about, The Denial of Death, um, he's like an ex existentialist uh, philosopher. But before, he wasn't taking it serious because of like kind of like what you're saying. He was saying how like, because he would talk about religion, but he would also talk about like the sciences and like psychology. Mm -hmm. And how in a way, they're all intertwined because it's really like how you go about it as a person yeah. and how you, how, how you kind of create a character because of it. And um, his work didn't actually started. His work didn't wasn't taken as serious until Freud, who kind of like, um, he he kind of magnified psycho, you know, like the, the psychology, yeah, yeah, psychoanalysis yeah. and all that stuff. He kind of defined it in in more of the terms that you hear today. Yeah. Um. That that people started appreciating him. So when Freud got big, um, um, dude had already like works and shit like that that people kind of like they fucked with but they were kind of like yeah well he doesn't really know what he's talking about and freud kind of in a way set out the platform for him to kind of be respected i see for for, for dude to get respected and and it's kind of like it, it kind of reminds me of what you're talking about like some people have a way of of feeling the same way or having the same moral code 
It's just they go about it in a different way, maybe in a more spiritual way. But that's more so just like the the psychology behind it. Like you're going to know what's right. You're going to know what's wrong. And you're going to kind of like find something that kind of defines your character in, in its own way. Even an atheist, even like the dude that's an atheist, he has to believe in something. He has to believe in to, in something to to know right from wrong, and, right. and to you know. So so you're gonna have to, in a way, be religious to something like, which, which is kind of kind of a, a crazy way of looking at it, but but it's true. And what you're saying about dude who 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 was telling you who thought like religion was synonymous with believing in God, that's because that's his way of like kind of in a way of like like setting especially since he said he had kids like 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 a moral code for his kids like a way where yeah. like oh well this is these are the answers but but uh but uh, uh, a preset moral exactly. code whereas like minds would be like more authentic authentic and individual exactly more like you know you're not really like looking to you're not scared of the truth like exactly. sometimes people, when they're overly religious, they're kind of scared. They have more fear of stuff, and it's like, well, you know, it is what it is. I mean, life is the way it is, and really, if you think about how how we talk, like you know, we're not really like, we're not, we're, we don't, we don't deny the fact that the world could be pretty cold. You yeah, know? and 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 to piggyback off that point, I, I one of my observations about people that believe in God but are not religious, as opposed to people that are are religious, is I notice that the spiritual ones seem to be less judgmental of others. And I'll give you I'll give you an example as to why. Like for instance, uh, like in in recent news, like Bill Cosby is back in the news because of you know his his trial, which was. Ended up being a mistrial, yeah. which I I feel like I called from the get go. Yeah. But one of the things one of the things that um I've been criticized for as when you know excuse me throughout this whole Bill Cosby debacle was that I understood the difference between infidelity and a rapist, and what I said was. Yes, I do wholeheartedly believe I would I would bet almost all my money that Bill Cosby has cheated multiple times on his wife with but, a lot of those women. But infidelity and rape are not the same thing and while maybe infidelity like morally is 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 not right or you know or however you want to however you want to put it because everybody has their own belief about that. However you want to put that, because some people have open relationships. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. in that case, is that infidelity? But the fact of the matter is, is that is that's not that's not criminally wrong. And what what's yeah. the question at hand is, did he break any law? That's yeah. what's important. That's yeah. what's important here. And so a lot, but a lot of times what people do is because of that fear, the fear of, oh, well, the infidelity and he cheated on his wife, they want to lump that in with criminal behavior. And it's not. Yeah. And we have to be very careful about that. And that's where not being a judgmental person comes exactly. in. Did Kobe Bryant cheat on his wife? Yeah, of course he cheated on his wife. But did he rape? Because like, no. let's not make the two the same thing. Yeah. And let's not let your fear overpower you to the point where you believe that the two should be the same thing because you don't want to explore that thought process. You know what I'm saying? And 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 what what I feel happens with a lot of religious people is that 
to a large degree, a lot of times they become scared to explore thought processes yeah. because why? Because in in religion, certain thoughts are even forbidden. They don't even want you thinking about certain thoughts. In, yeah. in fact, some some churches and Bible studies like conduct prayers so that you won't have certain thoughts. And I don't think yeah. that's right. I think I think to some degree. You should think about everything and then make your own determination as to how you feel about it. Yeah. And then yeah. and then where to go from it. Because for instance, for instance, if you think about something like just heinous, like like child molestation, to a moral person, automatically you feel repulsed by that. Yeah. To a moral person. But rather but isn't it better to know that you're repulsed by that idea? Than to like just never even explore the thought, you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. it, it's better to know, hey, you know what? This is like some repulsive ass shit, and than, it's not right, right? And then then you could make make a more logical and 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 clear headed uh, judgment or decision about something yeah. when when you've actually took taken the time to think about it as opposed yeah. to to uh, to never having. And and that's why they say like they that's why they say like a lot of successful marriages happen between two people that like have kind of like lived their life prior to being with one another yeah because it's like all these crazy ass thoughts they've already been explored mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like well i know how i feel about this i know how i feel about that so yeah okay yeah i guess i'm ready you know what i'm saying yeah and 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 as i go back to what you said about uh cosby you uh when 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 you can kind of sit back and then be like okay cool he cheated on his wife, you know, if whether you think that's cool or you think it's not, whether you agree with it or not, or, you know, whatever your feelings are towards that. The fact of the matter is then you start looking at, okay, look at the things for what they are. So, so the girl or the women that were with him, they knew he was married. Yeah. They were out there partying with, with this guy. And, and doing drugs with this guy, what did they think in their mind would was come like, of it? Was, well, would come of it. Like, you're hanging out with a married dude. Like, what? The, and, like, the biggest comedian at that time, you know, like, the he, what do you think is coming of this? Like, what are you hanging out with him for? And if you really think about it and, and understand how the world works and, and not lie to yourself and really see, like, you know, what that, what that is. Then, then, then you start having doubt with the fact that, like, is this guy really guilty? Exactly. You know, and to me, that's that was my whole thing. Now, if tomorrow comes out, hey, you know, we have video footage of him doing some foul ass shit. Well, then, yeah, but if you don't have that, and if you go off of logic, and if you go off of the fact that, like, again, these women aren't like some innocent little angels, then then you start seeing, you know, the stuff that ha that's happened to Rose and. And uh, Kane from from uh, Chicago Blackhawks, and Kobe yeah. Bryant and Mike Tyson and you start seeing like I don't know exactly you know like and and uh, and I feel like <laughs> a lot of uh, not and I this is a generalization I mean every single religious person but a lot of religious people would automatically like I guess be consumed by the negativity of the situation and like just make a lot of haste reaction judgment calls because yeah. because the, the 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 very thoughts are are don't don't appeal to him like for instance 
I'll give you a, a great ass example of what I'm talking about. You remember the movie Bad Santa? Oh uh, yeah, yes. with Billy Bob Thornton and and John Ritter and Bernie Mac. Um, <laughs> well, there's a part yes. in it where remember Bernie Mac is the head of security in the mall that Billy Bob Thornton and and his partner are working at, the one that they're planning to rob. Yeah, eventually, and. John Ritter is the manager of the mall. So so uh, Bernie Mac's the head of the security and John Ritter's the manager. And he notices like a lot of off-putting behavior by Billy Bob Thornton's character. Like, man, this motherfucker, like, he's drinking, <laughs> he smells like alcohol, he's smoking. And then he says, he, he says that like he was walking by the women's big and tall section and sees that like the, uh, like he don't see her, but like he could hear through the, through the changing booth the you know where you try on like clothes yeah like she's getting nailed by billy bob Thornton. my oh, man's getting his shit wet and and so he's talking to bernie mac about it and he's like yeah and you know i was walking towards the women's big and tall <laughs> and i heard sounds like yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, part, that part always made, and, and, yeah. and then he's like he's like he's like and you know what a man does in his private time is his own business. I was against the Clinton impeachment. Like so he's giving his whole spiel and, his and, whole philosophy and shit. And, and 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 he's like, but but in the mall and he works with children and the thought of it is just so and then Bernie Mac is like, Yeah, I mean, you think about you think you uh you thinking about a fat bitch getting fucked in the ass. Like and then and then like John Ritter's face just cringes up like oh that's like that's like textbook r- religious people because like to some degree they want to make you feel like they're cool like yeah so, yeah. so I'm against the Clinton impeachment like like make you feel like oh like they're they're down yeah yeah, yeah. but then but yeah everything that like is being said like is just so cringeworthy to them that's exactly <laughs> what I mean like it, yeah. it, you know that's that's the type of person that I'm talking about don't close yourself off to shit I mean that's just it is what it is. Right. You have to just accept life. And and, you know? and being open to new things and different things doesn't mean that you're accepting of it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That like let's not get the same the two things twisted. Being open to it, it's just it just means that you're willing to like think about it enough to make your own decision about it and not somebody else's decision about it. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my favorite classes in college was philosophy or religion because it really put it in perspective for me. When I realized like that religion plays such a high part in so many people's lives that like you could you could really get a, a good bearing on a person by just even knowing what, what their religious beliefs are and if they're like really religious. And how strong and, yeah. strongly they believe about yeah. Yeah, so so that that was a really, really good class. So I I need all you people listening to this show to to go to college and Take philosophy courses. <laughs> or you could just like read about it online and save yourself a whole lot of money. <laughs> or, or even better, don't do any of that. Just listen to our podcast and learn. Absolutely. But uh I think that's I think yeah, that's it for today. We we one more thing before before we what I tell you on, on the last episode, how that conversation I had with dude um about the about Trump. Oh yeah. Did you see the congressional in, in, in Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it was Georgia, Kansas. South Carolina and then was it odd because Georgia is the one that I keep reading about. Well, that was the biggest one. That was the biggest one because like so it was Democrats a Republican spent, sweep. It was zero and four for Democrats. 
Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, they have, like you said, and like we talked about, they have a losing formula. And uh, and it was funny because I was reading an article about the Georgia, the Georgia one real quick before we close it off. And uh, they were saying how um, some some Republican, some Democrat was saying how right now they're what it is, is that their brand is worse than Trump. And I think that right there is exactly their mistake. You keep you keep wanting to identify Trump's brand as bad because you don't like it without acknowledging any of the good things that he's doing. And if they keep doing that, they're going to keep losing because all they want to do is say that Trump is bad. Even so much, even so much to the point where they where they're willing to demean themselves by saying, oh, our Trump is worse. Our brand is worse than Trump's brand, but his brand is still bad. And that's, you know, and, and, and as long as you're not willing to acknowledge all the good that he's been doing or, or the good that he's talked about. They'll keep losing because there's a lot of things that Trump has talked about that people fuck with. Yeah. People fuck with. The media may not like him, but we're seeing more and more that people do. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and you got to listen to it. And you got to listen to it and, and, and uh, differentiate, differentiate yourself. That's the reason why Clinton won. Clinton moderated himself. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. Especially in that time. He was tough on crime. Yeah. He was tough on crime. He was like. Very e economically conservative. Actually, Clinton was more economically conservative than Bush was. Yeah. Bush Jr. He was, yeah. He, yeah. he was more economically conservative than he was. And guess what? Because he molded himself to, to the times. Like, you have to, at the end of the day, you live in a country with a, mil a gazillion people. You know, like, you have to listen to people. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's our country. It's not like... So... That, that to me, is, is what, what's telling about all this. Is that you, you just keep talking about how wrong this guy is really what you should do and really the only guy that i've seen do this that's what i'm saying this is the only reason i've said that he he has a chance i still don't think he has a chance to beat him but the only guy that has some sort of a chance is bernie because that's the only democrat who said stuff like oh i fuck with what, what what trump was saying on this and that this this and that he's the only one he might say oh i don't i don't like like the way he is or whatever but this is the certain stuff that i do agree with and and yeah, and you're and, gonna have to kind of mold yourself. And then also Michael Bloomberg, the ex mayor of New York, he was on the View. I was I didn't watch it, but I was reading about it, and he said that uh, people need to stop trying to resist Trump and be part of the resistance and just focus on the 2018 elections, which you know is the yeah. for the they uh, should Congress. But even that, I don't think is is very informative because okay, focus on that. But if you don't have a good message to focus well, yeah, on, which yeah. they don't, no, they don't. It, it doesn't matter how much you focus on it. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. I, and I think that's what it is. Because right now, and that's, that's what I mean by like these Democrats not acknowledging the good that Trump is doing. As, as long as you can't acknowledge or you won't or you refuse to acknowledge the good that Trump is doing, you won't have a message. Because let's be clear, he's real about... Uh, about what needs to be focused on you know what i'm saying maybe yeah. you don't necessarily like how he goes about it but he's focused on all the right things hillary was not and none of these democrats are so until you start focusing on it and the only way to do that is by saying hey you know what this guy is right about this maybe mm -hmm. you don't like the way he goes about it but he's right about it and i don't see them doing that i they i think they're too prideful to do that yeah and that's the thing like at the end of the day are you here to win or are you here to be prideful like you know you, we were just talking about the NBA and how the, the Warriors are shaking shit up. 
people are, are thinking like, what do we do to, to be on top? Exactly. They're not, they're not you know. But what's the what what's the difference? That's politicians versus business people. That's true. See, business people yeah. are on top of that shit. They're like, man, how how can what do we do, what do we do to get better? What do we do to compete? These politicians, oh, let's just let's just uh, keep playing off identity politics and say, hey, gay people, Trump doesn't like you. Black people, Trump doesn't like you. Mexicans, Trump doesn't like you, and think that that's going to keep working, and it's not. It's not going to keep working. You got to no. come out with something better than that. So yeah. that's real interesting. Uh, man, this was a good episode. Hell yeah. Good we episode. talked about the world. Well, thank you guys for listening. Remember, check us out at audioapesmusic.com. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Tell your friends about us. Remember to rate, subscribe, get that word out there. The, the the best press is word of mouth. So 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 tell your friends about us if you if this is an episode that you like. You hear something in the episode that you think is interesting or would be interesting to somebody, share it with them, text it to them, email it to them, let them know about Hanging With Apes. We're growing. We're getting bigger. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Peace.